0: Hey everyone, this is Sebastian, and this is your Meanwhile in Canada News Briefing. Pizza delivery driver fired after video shows him eating topics. That's from uh, News1130, Surrey. Domino's Pizza says a delivery driver has been fired after a concierge at a building in Surrey, B.C. caught the man on video eating pizza toppings while in the elevator. The concierge told the tenant that he saw what he saw in the video, and the tenant was furious. The video shows the delivery man put the pizza bag down on the elevator floor, take out the box, and eat some of the toppings. Domino's says the company apologizes to the customer involved, and to all of its customers for what it calls a very unfortunate incident. Via mm. Calgary Herald. Oilers home jerseys are the same color as Tide Pods, Twitter is delighted to learn. The Oilers home jerseys are the same color as Tide Pods, those colorful but poisonous detergent packs that people have been eating for some reason. The Oilers' schedule hasn't been that great. They haven't been playing great this season. Uh, And Amidst all the awfulness, uh, one of the Herald's hockey writers, uh, Rob Tukowski, pointed Pointed out on Twitter just how much the Oilers' home jersey resembles a Tide Pod. His tweet has been retweeted 835 times and like 1,899 times. As of about 7.30 last Wednesday. The responses are pretty much what you expect. People wondering what is worse for your health, being an Oilers fan, or eating plastic package of highly toxic chemicals. I mean... It seems like the winter season is awash already, so isn't it rather appropriate? <laughs> Sorry. Flames fan here. had to throw that in. Yeah. Via CBC News, RCMP dash cam catches cougar sneaking past Banff traffic stop. It seems like a cougar is frequenting a Banff grocery store. Last Friday, Alberta RCMP posted a dash cam video to the YouTube of a traffic stop outside the Banff IGA. As a mounted chats with the driver in the video, a cougar, a real life feline cougar, not the one you're thinking, is seen trotting across the road near the intersection of Elk Street and Martin Street, prompting the officer to do a double take. It's unusual for the solitary animals to be spotted in such populated areas. The Alberta Environment and Parks website says if you encounter a cougar, do not run or turn your back. Instead, make sure any children or pets stay calm and nearby and make yourself look as large as possible. Any cougar sightings within Banff National Park should be reported to Parks Canada. I guess they're saying that the uh, the cougar might be eating some of the garbage nearby. Who knows? But yeah, uh, watch out for cougars out in Banff. nar city. the price is right is coming to Canada and you can actually be a contestant the price is right is coming to several locations in Canada within the next few months and you can be a contestant the tour is coming to Ontario Alberta and British Columbia with numerous shows in each stop prices vary by location so be sure to check the specific venue you wish to visit the best part if you'd much rather play and have zero interest in watching there's no purchase necessary you just need to register at the venue several hours before showtime so with that good luck be sure to cheer them loud, and I hope you're good at plinko. You can find out information, and there's a ton of venues all over Alberta, British Columbia, and Ontario where uh, you can you'll be able to attend the show. Location tickets are available at pricesrightlive.com. Grand Prairie, Enoch, Alberta, Regina, Calgary, Coquitlam, Cranbrook. Go check it out. I think it'll be fun. Can't get enough of these Tide Pod stories. Via Daily Hive, Tim Hortons is now selling Tide Pod donuts. Just when we thought the Tide Pod saga was over, it looks like Tim Hortons has picked up on this weird trend. Reddit user DebDevo1919 posted a picture on Reddit Canada of these vanilla dip donuts spotted at Tim Hortons. I saw these at the local Tim Hortons. Look familiar? Wrote DebDevo1919. The orange, white, and purple sprinkles may just be a color addition to the otherwise plain-looking donut, or this Tim Hortons could be paying homage to the Edmonton Oilers. Some Reddit users caught on to what devdivo1919 was thinking. And everybody's saying Tide Pods. Tide Pods do come in many other colors, but if you've been following our Tide Pods coverage, mine, Daily High, everyone's, you know the original pods come in the traditional white, blue, and orange color. Again, we're not sure if this was an intentional nod to Tide Pods by Tim Hortons, most likely not, but we do know that this Tide Pods trend needs to be put to rest. See, there was an opportunity for a joke there. He's like, now we do know that this Tide Pods trend needs to be hung out to dry. Via CBC News, speed, cheese, and horse-drawn skiing combined for Skjordew in Southern Alberta. The object of the exercise is to eat cheese and go fast. No, seriously, insists Sam Mitchell. She organizes an annual charity fundraiser event called Skjordu, which pits horse-drawn skiers against each other in a series of speed and obstacle courses challenges, with plenty of gooey cheese eating in between. The event gets its name from the words Fondue and skjörging? Skjörging, a Norwegian sport in which a person on skis is pulled by a horse, dog, or motor vehicle. We love fondue, we love skiing, we love riding, we love speed, and we love great parties," said Mitchell. So we put all those things together into a big mash and Skiridu was born. The eclectic mashup began as a private event in Okotos, located 45 kilometers south of Calgary. The fee was cheese. Twelve people were invited to participate that first year, but the word spread, and 65 showed up. Hundreds of people were expected to turn out for this year's four-event competition, which features a circuit race, relay, sprint, and long jump. Fully outfitted cowboys and cowgirls ride horses wearing special shoes, racing at speeds of up to 65 kilometers per hour as they tow adrenaline seeking skiers down the obstacle strewn tracks. These horses are going top speed. We don't hold anything back, Mitchell said. Mitchell, who co founded Skewer Canada with her husband, said the sport is gaining traction across Canada and she wants to do everything she can to help. That's what we found at Skewer Canada to give other communities a turnkey solution to an event. If you want to run a skewer event give us a call organization offers to share templates rules and regulations course building specifications and even recommendations for insurance brokers all the things that were hard for us to figure out we're trying to make easy for other people so so that we can grow the sport the 2018 competition takes place Saturday February 3rd at the Calgary Polo Club in Okotoks it's a game of course People in Alberta would be good at a sport that involves skiing, snow, and horses. Maybe it'll become an Olympic sport someday. Via Metro News. Halifax explosions. Social media blasts off on proposed name for CFL team. A group supporting a proposed CFL team in Halifax touched off a fiery debate online when it proposed naming the team after one of the country's greatest ma- maritime disasters. On Twitter, CFL in Halifax pitched the idea of calling the football team the Halifax Explosions, a reference to the devastating explosion in the Halifax Harbor in 1917 that killed about 2,000 people. A similar name, the Halifax Explosion, with starting with an X is used by the city's team in the Maritime Women's Football League. CFL in Halifax is a creative group that makes fan art to generate discussion and declared Monday afternoon that we are not the same people who are bidding for an official Halifax CFL team that is a different group of business people. CFL in Halifax enthusiastically promoted the explosion moniker saying that a hundred years ago a force was unleashed that made the city stronger, bigger and more united than ever before. Now we channel that force onto the football field as we flatten all that stands in our way. It didn't take long for people to register their rebukes. You want to profit off the deaths of 2,000 people? It's in really poor taste, said one person, while another one tweeted, I grew up in Dartmouth, and this is an absolute asinine idea. Other people were more creative with this. The Hiroshima Adams, the Nagasaki Fallout, the California Embers, the port prince Quakes, wrote the normal person. I hear the CFL is expanding to the U.S. with the New York 9-11s. For its part, CFL in Halifax said it was merely trying to promote a forceful name. It included pictures of a helmet with orange and yellow flames and a logo that looked like an explosion cloud with a skull in the center. Halifax was devastated on December 6, 1917, when two ships collided in the ship's harbor and set up an explosion that leveled the city's north end. It's estimated that 2,000 people were killed, while another 9,000 were maimed or blinded. The group has suggested several other names for the proposed team including the Atlantic Fog, the East Coast Kraken, the Halifax Privateers and the Atlantic Scooters. The CFL issued a statement Monday saying the league has no affiliation with the CFL and Halifax group. While we appreciate the excitement and enthusiasm of the fans behind these accounts, even if some of their suggestions are far more appropriate than others, it is premature to discuss a name for a franchise that has not been awarded. via CBC News. Toronto Police, who allegedly ate pot edibles on duty, called for help after hallucinations. Two Toronto Police officers who allegedly ingested marijuana edibles, hallucinated and called for help while on duty Sunday have been suspended, CBC News learned. Both officers are under investigation by the Forces Professional Standards Unit following an incident that happened Sunday morning, according to Mark Pugash, a spokesperson for Toronto Police Service. CBC News has learned the officers who work at 13 Division were on duty not far from station at Edmonton Avenue West and Allen Road when they allegedly ingested pot edibles. Police sources tell CBC News the officers began to complain of hallucinations and one made a call for an officer needing assistance. Both officers were found in a police vehicle and later treated in the hospital. During the call, another officer responding to the scene slept on ice and required medical attention. That officer suffered a head injury. Over the weekend, Toronto police called out a, carried out a raid at Community Cannabis Clinic, a marijuana dispensary at St. Clair Avenue West, near Dufferin Street. Sources tell CBC News the marijuana edibles the officers ingested are believed to have come from this dispensary, it is unclear if the officers participated in the raid over the weekend. CBC News has learned the officers under investigation are Const- Constable Vittorio Dominelli and his partner. Dominelli serves in 13 Divisions Neighbourhood Resources Officer Unit, according to Toronto Police Services website. CBC News has not been able to confirm the name of Dominelli's partner. No criminal charges have been laid against the officers pending the outcome of the investigation by the force's Professional Standards Unit. The Professional Standards Unit is obligated to investigate complaints of misconduct under Ontario's Police Services Act. This branch is responsible for overseeing police practices, conduct, appearance, ethics, and integrity. Via Narcity. The Canadian accent is apparently ranked as one of the sexiest accents in the world. When it comes to foreign accents, most people usually consider standards like the British accent, the Australian ass- accent, and the Spanish accent to be the sexiest of them all. But apparently the Canadian accent, which not many people would initially consider as sexy, is also considered to be a sexy accent. According to a new poll by Ranker, the Canadian accent is among the top 20 sexiest accents in the world, landing in 10th place. However, it could move up and down the list at any time, as votes are continuously being tallied. By the way, we're assuming that by Canadian accent, they mean the heavy one that features a lot of A's in the boots in everyday speech. This year, the Irish accent takes the top spot, surpassing the French accent, which was the previous number one. In close second is the Spanish accent, followed by the Australian accent in third. In Canada's defense, these are tough ones to beat. We should all be flattered that we're included in the ranking at all. Here are the top 20 sexiest accents in the world right now. Number 1, Irish. Number 2, Spanish. Number 3, Australian, Kiwi. Number 4, British. Number 5, French. Number 6, Italian. Number 7, Swedish. Number 8, Scandinavian. Finland, Norway, Denmark. Number 9, Portuguese, Brazilian. Number 10, English, Canadian. Number 11, German. Number 12, Japanese. Number 13, Central Latin. Number 14, Russian. Number 15, Spanglish. Number 16, Greek. Number 17, Southern English. Number 18, Texan English. Number 19, Korean. Number 20, South American. There you have it, folks. And this is Sebastian Salazar, a Canadian, originally born in Chile, bilingual, signing Meanwhile in Canada is your briefing for funny, strange and odd news from the Great White North. Subscribe to get your daily update of what's happening in Canada. Meanwhile in Canada Briefing is a positive production of Hanger Cat Media.